Hello, welcome along to another episode of the Profit Podcast. My name is Paul Campy. I am your host or one of your hosts. I'm doing a solo episode today as we're deep in the summer holidays and regular listeners will know that Matt and I tend to do solo episodes during these times because one of us is usually away. So today, a subject I'm going to come to, uh, as always, because usually this is a time of year when it's relevant. And also, it tends to be something that we are starting to hear a lot of from some of our coaching clients, and therefore, we feel like it's a relevant subject. So today's episode is all about reminding you to prioritize your priorities. That's how I've titled it. And basically, making sure that you're putting time, energy, effort into the right things at the right times in the right quantities. Um... And I'm going to break this down of how I would do this and maybe some of the questions you can ask yourself. So get a pen pen and paper or take some notes on this one today because there's some key questions in here that I want you to write down. Go away and ask yourself. Make sure you do answer these questions and I think it will make some positive changes to your schedule. First of all, just to frame it, there are going to be periods of time when you assess your direction, not just in business, so that that's what we're talking about here, your direction of where you're going in your business, but also how that affects other parts of your life. And that might depend on, you know, your how old you are, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, what stage of your business you're at, but you're going to constantly assess the direction you're going in and assess the things that are important and maybe even get rid of some stuff that isn't important that you've been doing for a while. So it's always a good exercise to do that. The first thing that I want you to start with when whenever you do this is you always start with you. Now, when I was writing some notes for this episode, I did put in my notes. I'm going to give you some real honesty here. We all struggle with this. It's something that as coaches, every single one of us listening to this, every single one of you guys listening to it, myself, any coach I've ever met, we all struggle with putting ourselves first. In fact, I reckon every human does. I think it's a very human characteristic to almost put yourself down the pecking order and want to help others before you help yourself, but you really have to try with it. even the coaches on Instagram who look like they've got their shit together all the time and their business is flying, they're always with their family and friends having fun. And believe me, all of us are struggling with this all the time. So kind of get that out of your head. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. This is a very real struggle. It's a very real thing that you need to get right. The best advice I can give you here is to practice self-awareness and self-reflection. That is the number one piece of advice I would give you here. You're never going to get it perfect, but you can practice self-awareness and self-reflection, which means, you know, how do you feel each day? Do you, um, are you looking after yourself enough? Um, maybe even get some, some help with that in terms of tracking certain things. Like I use a whoop strap that I track my sleep and my heart rate variability, my recovery. And those are things that I'll keep an eye on regularly to make sure that you know if if I'm not being aware enough myself at least my whoop straps telling me also feedback feedback from and feedback from people who you care about and who genuinely care about you who will be honest who will be brutal at times but will do it from a kind place so 
when I say feedback, I'm not talking about your Instagram followers here or your, you know, your your network of clients or although some clients can give good feedback. We're talking about like you're probably your nearest and dearest. What do they think about the direction you're taking right now? What do they think about your level of energy? What do they think about your moods, about how you're treating people? Because they'll give you honest, brutal feedback, but from the heart. So that would be my number one thing to write down. Self-awareness, self-reflection, get some genuine, caring feedback from people about how they see you right now and how you being the best version of yourself. If there's work to do, you need to look at things like daily, weekly, monthly. What do you need to do to be the best version of yourself? And I would encourage you to write that question down and answer it. What do you need to do daily, weekly, monthly to be the best version of yourself? So examples of that are going to be around exercise, meditation, reading, journaling, breath work, nutrition, sleep rituals, those kinds of things daily, weekly are going to play obviously a massive part in who you are and who you show up as to the things that you care about. In terms of a monthly thing, I thought about this and I wanted to set everybody a challenge who's listening. In terms of a monthly wow moment for yourself, what one thing could you do just for you in the next 30 days? Write that down and I challenge you all, everybody listening, to go and do something for yourself just for you. A day out, an afternoon out, you know, an experience that you've always wanted to do. Get a paddleboard and go paddleboarding or you know, take a trip to the cinema or do something just for you in the next 30 days. That will drastically change the way you treat yourself and it is a very rewarding experience and it's about creating the time for that as well. It's about not letting things get in the way. It is about sometimes taking a pause because you know you are the most important thing in, in your life and in, in your business so you've got to take the time to look after yourself. Okay, so once you've tackled you, the next thing you're going to look at in your how you spend your time, where you put your energy and efforts, is your closest tribe. So are you looking after or building great connections and relationships with your family, with your friends, and with your loved ones? So questions here I want you to ask yourself. How can I be a great partner, father, son, brother, obviously sister, mother, all those things come into play? How can I be a great friend? So who who is it you want to show up as? What behaviors do you want, do you expect of yourself in those relationships? Now, one thing I would say when you're answering that question is, these don't need to be big gestures. Big Strong relationships are not built on gifts. They're not built on, you know, I bought you a diamond necklace. They're not built on a whisked you away to Paris. They really aren't. Those things are nice. Strong relationships are built on what Matt and I often call wows one. And in relationships, these are things like being kind, communicating regularly, accepting all parts of people, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, being consistent with people. Those wows one, those things that happen all the time, every day, great communication, you know, kindness to people, listening to people, manners, you know, those little things will build strong relationships long-term. And then guess what? The gifts will hit bigger. The experiences will hit bigger. 
they'll hit times 10 or times 100 because it's built on a strong foundation. So when you're asking yourself, how can I be a great partner, a great father? I want my relationships to be strong because then I feel better. And then I show up in my business and for my clients at a much higher level. What can you do or how can you be a great partner, father, son, brother, friend? Think of your wow as one. Don't think of huge gestures. Think of the consistent behaviors that you want to show up or up as in a relationship. These will be very values driven. They will be in line with your values, just as a little tip there. So some examples of things like this. You know, it could be setting time aside in your diary to do the little things. Or a better way might be of expressing that might be setting boundaries in your life where you're going to protect time to do those little things. And a boundary could be something as simple as, you know, you don't have to get back to everybody instantly. Great communication doesn't mean that I instantly respond to your text message. Great communication means that you know, you, you're you open and frank and honest with people about, you know, I only check my phone once a day, but as soon as I see your message or as soon as I check my phone and I see it, I will respond to you. And you're consistent with that and you're consistently kind with that response. So it's more about setting those clear boundaries, being honest with people, setting time, increasing your communication. I also wrote down here as a little tip, learn more about communication, study it. Quite often as PTs, we'll study exercise, we'll study nutrition, we'll, we might even study sleep now, we might even look at breath work, but quite often we don't spend a lot of time thinking about how do we study communication. And there's so many great books, great courses, great learning tools that will help you be a better communicator. The last thing in this section is be genuinely interested in people and their passions. Be genuine with your interest in people. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be interested in the same thing as them. You just need to understand how much they love it and really try and get involved in that a little bit to to show that you care about them. You don't have to, if, you know, if your client loves going to the theatre, it doesn't mean that you have to love going to the theatre, but show a genuine interest, show a real interest in how they're passionate about it and listen to them and, you know, try and understand and, and find out a little bit more about it. You know, those kind of things will go a long way. Okay, so in terms of, changing your diary, changing your schedule, changing where your energy goes. Those are the first two big rocks. Start with you. Next, start with your nearest tribe. Take care of those things. Diarize the time to do it. Once you've done that, you can then move on to more business-focused time activities. So, And the first thing you're going to do here is you're going to look at taking care of anybody who pays you now, anybody who is in your current setup that needs looking after and needs your focus and needs your attention. So forget about future business for now. Forget about new projects. Forget about kind of where you're going next. That's I'm going to get onto that in a second. The next thing is to concentrate on who is paying you now and how do you deliver on a high level for them. Uh, a couple of questions I want to ask you or put to the audience in this is, because a lot of people will differ in their situations here uh, and in their comfort with risk. So I would ask you at the minute, what are you trying to do within the current business? Are you trying to maintain it? Are you trying to grow it? Are you trying to pivot into something else? Are you trying to add a new product to your services and therefore grow your revenue in a different way? Because that can be challenging. Um, so 
so where are you in the business? Is it, is it just a case of at the minute you've got enough clients and you want to maintain their service to a really high level? Is it that you're trying to add a bit of a new service to it? Are you trying to pivot into a new service? So there's a, there's a few questions to ask there. And then a, a couple of other things to, to check in on is how much do you need to earn to live right now? And what I mean by that is how much, what does it cost to run your lifestyle right now? And this is something that a lot of people often miss. Of your current business, you will need an X amount of money to lead the lifestyle that is comfortable for you right now. That's not to say that you're not going to increase that in the future, that you're not going to build a business that's going to give you more revenue and more profit in the future. But right here and now, what is the minimum amount of money you need to live the comfortable lifestyle, work out what that is, and work out what is the simplest and most efficient way to earn this money serving the clients that you love to a really high level. That is an important step to take because what that'll do is that'll break down into a number of hours per week or hours per month or tasks, right? Then you can start to diarize that. Once that's in, you know that you're going to earn the right amount of money delivering the right service to the clients, which means that that current business is going to do well, is going to pay you to live the lifestyle you need. And basically, it's going to reduce your stress because you then know that you're going to earn enough money. You're going to have a solid schedule. You're still delivering for your clients, which is something we question ourselves on all the time as coaches. Am I doing enough for my clients? First of all, yes, you are. And second of all, there's ways of of reassuring yourself that you are as well. And that's just breaking down those tasks, breaking down those hours. What do I need to do to deliver this for my clients to a high level so that they're going to pay me X and I'm going to be consistent in my lifestyle. So break that down, chunk it down, put it into hours. This will then allow you to do things like create systems, automate around delivery, making sure that your time is spent in the most simple and efficient way to deliver for the clients you've got. That will then do something massive, which is the last step today I'm going to talk about, freeing up time. It's going to give you some more spare time, and it's also going to give you more free mental space because you're going to be worrying less. So once you've put that in place, you can see then how many hours have I got left in the week and how much free thinking time have I got to move on to the fourth section. So we've done you, we've done your your tribe, your friends, family, and loved ones. We've done your current business, people who currently pay you. The fourth step in all this is your future development. So where are you going next? And my opening question for this one is, do you know where you're going next? Have you sat down and thought about that? So what's the next step on your career, your personal development that you want to progress towards? Once you've done the first three, you can then set time in the diary, consistent time in the diary to be focused on your future development. Now, again, people's situations are going to differ here. Some people might be able to to dedicate a day a week to their future development. Some people, it might be an hour a week. It doesn't matter. It's all good. What can you do consistently? It's the same thing we tell clients all the time. What can you train per week consistently? If it's twice a week, great, let's start there. If it's five times a week, great, let's start there. We're just looking for something that you can deliver on consistently. So don't worry if it's an hour, two hours, great. Some people will be able to do two days. That's great too, all right? So find what time you can dedicate consistently to it, block it in the diary. Then, you know, it's deciding then what you'd like to do with it. Like I said, is, is it just a case of 
you've got a great bunch of clients right now. You want to develop more as a coach. You want to educate yourself more. You want to up your game in terms of the standard of the service that you can deliver for those clients and therefore maybe charge more. Do a price increase in the next six months. Is it a case of uh, you want to pivot into another revenue stream? So you might want to go into more group-based personal training or online-based training so that you can leverage a little bit more, but you haven't got the first understanding about how to do that. Maybe that half a day a week is dedicated to learning about those programs and how you can start to pivot into them. Is it creating a product that you might want to sell alongside your one-on-one or group training facility or group training uh, services? So it could be you spend an afternoon or a day a week writing up ebooks or designing a, a package that you sell that's fairly automated. So there's there's lots of things that you can do here, but it's dedicating the time to it, knowing where you want to go. It's also understanding that you're going to get this wrong. You are going to make a lot of mistakes if you're building something new and sticking at it. Just having that time in the diary to stick to it every week, the more you stick to it, the more you're going to get momentum, the quicker it'll build. And you should also then start to be able to dedicate more time to it once you get that momentum spinning. So that's a wrap today. I'm going to keep it short and sweet on that. I'm going to recap the four steps that I want you to think about. This episode was all about prioritizing your priorities. If you've not done this in a while, it tends to be a good time of year to do it because we're coming off the summer slump, in inverted commas, um, where we do reassess things a little bit more sometimes. And we think about where we're going next with our business. So the first steps are you. Make sure you're in the diary. Make sure you're fully taken care of. The one after that would be your personal tribe, your friends, your family, your loved ones, anybody who you want to build strong relationships with. You know, Life is about that. Forget the money at the end of the day. We're not going to take that with us. We want to build great relationships. We want to build memories with people. The next part would be the current business that you deliver. Are you nailing that? Because you know it's pointless concentrating on the future business if the current business is going down. We want to make sure that's safe, secure, solid, gives you consistency and less stress. After that, what are you developing next? So what's the future project? What's the next goal? Guys, I hope you took something from that today. I hope you noted down those questions that I put out there for you to answer. Um, let me know in any comments or any replies to this uh, episode what your thoughts were, if there's any more we can help you with. Until next time, we'll see you on the Profit Podcast. Have a great week. Next week should be Matt and myself back. So we will see you then next Wednesday. Your feedback and questions help us shape the future of this show. So if you enjoy the show and want it to continue, why not be part of its creation by giving us some help, support and ideas? If you've enjoyed the show so far or just this particular episode, then please feel free to head over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify to leave us a rating and review. And as always, we want you to tune in next time. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And we will catch you again very soon in our latest ProFit podcast episode. Take care and we will see you very shortly.